0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Inspired Retail Series, a podcast brought to you by Heosung. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Today we are talking about cash management solutions for retailers. And we're going to be diving into this topic in a little bit more depth and talking a little bit more about the trends in cash usage over the past decade and even several years. And so joining me here today is Michael Graham. He's the VP of Retail Strategy and Solutions at Heosung. Michael, thanks for joining me. You bet. Glad to be here. Excellent. Well, we are thrilled to have you on here today, Michael, and to, to learn a little bit more from your expertise on this topic. And so, you know, in the uh, intro, I teased a little bit uh, about us talking about cash usage over the past decade or so. What trends
1: are you seeing in terms of cash usage? Yeah, you know, just just think about it. I think if you and I were sitting there and say, hey, show me how much cash you have in your wallet, there's probably not a ton between the two of us. <laughs> exactly. And I, I think that that just kind of represents a lot what's happened over the last, you know, even decade Uh, Obviously, this trend uh, towards digital, if you think about retailers and even think about banks, uh, continuing to see this kind of downward traffic trend from a physical perspective uh, has impacted how much do I use cash I can pay more with digital, obviously mobile wallets and cards uh, proliferating across Uh, different segments. But um, we've continued to see this downward trending cash usage. And then we have this pandemic, which kind of forces everybody to stay home. And and, uh, so online shopping, mobile, digital, obviously accelerates uh, probably by about three years, if you will. Mm -hmm. Just in this last period of time, we've kind of seen this shift uh, from a cash uh, usage perspective downward, if you will.
0: Yeah, you know, you mentioned that that the impact of the pandemic and what that has done to cash usage as well, especially over the last couple of years, and, and I'm guessing that e-commerce and, and people buying groceries and things like that online has really contributed to, to a pretty precipitous downturn in terms yeah, of Yeah, you cash. know
1: exactly, and I, I think people are, you know, we're seeing this slow return to physical footprints and people going shopping again. But really, the, it's embedded in our culture now that I can do these things at home, I can shop, them, I can have these things okay. delivered. And so certainly that reduces the amount of cash in the environment. However, people are returning to physical, you know, brick and mortar. If they're being more selective, I'm mm-hmm. more informed, I'm more educated about what I'm doing. Um, but cash is still needed and we still see this need for cash. In fact, just, uh, just recently the House passed the Payment Choice Act, which basically says that retailers need to continue to accept cash, if you will, up to $2,000 for, for goods and services. So cash is going to continue to be used albeit uh, you know, less often for purchases, if you will. But um, I think what that basically says is that retailers are going to have to be able to support cash. And as we know, c- you know supporting cash can be expensive uh, from a labor and from a staffing perspective for, for these retailers.
0: Yeah, so let, let's talk a little bit about that. How, as people do move away from cash to a certain extent and, and go towards these, the, the digital payment methods, how does that benefit retailers and, and financial yeah. institutions you mentioned it's more expensive to deal
1: with with cash yeah it's great it, it's a great question you know cash you know making cash transactions can be expensive for, for consumers and, and banks alike if you will Well, for, for retailers and, and banks alike uh, Average transactions for, for retailers can you know be above 50 cents per transaction on the dollar so it's it can be a very expensive proposition. Um, but they've been leveraging the fact that there's been less cash coming in, mm-hmm. uh, if you will, to drive efficiencies. You know, I've moved more of my payment structures, uh, even things like self-checkout. You know, you'll see machines that are cash. I mean, you know, card only versus cash, if right. you will. And so they're they're leveraging the fact that there's reduced cash to drive more efficiencies and and um, you know do more from a digital and a mobile payments perspective. So it's it's provided efficiencies for them for sure. Uh, And I think they'll continue to to leverage that fact. Um, I think cash usage overall, uh, this kind of steady downturn that we've seen, will eventually bottom out. Mm -hmm. And there's a number of reasons for that. But I I think the trend will continue for a while. But I think there is a a bottom uh, here before too long. Because there's going to be a portion of the population
0: that will seemingly always use cash no matter what, right, yeah. for, for one reason or another.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. And actually what we've seen and, and somewhat accelerated again because of the pandemic, there has been a widening gap associated with the unbanked or underbanked versus those consumers that have a traditional banking relationship. Um, We've had a significant influx of of migratory status into the U.S., so more and more folks are coming to the U.S. and moving to the U.S., in many cases, uh, the access traditional banking systems is challenged. We've seen banks shut their doors, if you will, because I don't need as many branches as I used to because I can do more mobile banking. Mm-hmm. That has put also undue stress on that same uh, community of users that are unbanked or uh, are underbanked. And so these are the folks that are operating in that cash business. Um, and there is still a preference. A lot of transactions below $50 people like to just do in cash. Uh, you think about tipping at a restaurant or you know those type of things. Uh, goods and services, yard care. A lot of those things are handled in cash still. And that economy, that ecosystem has to be supported. Um, what we've also seen around that is that there's been a significant growth in what we call alternative financial services. So, mm-hmm. you know, money services, business check, cashing, um, Cryptocurrency has now become, you know, less of, of uh, the bad guy's way to hide money mm-hmm. is, is now people are using cryptocurrency as an investment engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are using cryptocurrency, you know, and, and trying to get cash to crypto uh, to send money globally. You know, so it, it's, it certainly has this, there's this era of, of cash that sits out there in certain segments of the population that is going to continue. And I mentioned the Payment Choice Act that actually protects those consumers that want to pay in cash. So you're absolutely right.
0: Absolutely. Um, so you mentioned creating some efficiencies around handling and managing cash. What, what tools exist to help retailers and banks, like you mentioned, with these types of transactions? Yeah, you know, there,
1: there's a tons of tools. And what I would say from a Hiosung perspective is it's very easy for us to, any, any manufacturer, say, hey, I've got a box on the back of a truck that can help solve all your, your cash problems. Um, when we talk about ca- cash automation tools, really what we're, we're focused is is how do we reduce that manual intervention that happens with cash because that's where your costs go up you know, you're spending more time and labor uh, around managing cash. Your risk increases as a retailer uh, as well because people are just physically handling more cash. Uh, and it's not only just a risk of somebody taking it, it's, it's a security and a, a risk for them because they're exposed, they're doing things with cash in that retail space. Um, and on the flip side, your, your, your employees aren't focused on customers. They're heads down counting, or they're in the back office. Or if you're a small business owner, you're running to the bank while you leave someone to, to manage your store. So as we think about how do we automate, we really want to look at that total picture uh, from a Heosung perspective at that retailer to do cash automation. So, again, lots of things on the truck that we can talk about. But um, I think initially it's about an assessment of that business. So I know that didn't answer your question right away, but (laughs) I didn't want to just jump into the fact that there's boxes out there that do things because that would be – I don't want to say that that's easy, but it doesn't really listen to what the customer is saying, if you will.
0: So what does it look like then to, to listen to the customer and find out what their needs are as it relates to cash and then yeah, help them question. meet their needs? Yeah,
1: great question. I, I, I think most importantly, as you said, it is about listening and, mm. and we want to talk to the customers. We want to experience and see their environment. We can make a lot of assumptions because we do research and analysis of what we think we're going to see. And sometimes those things prove out and you check the box. Yes, I thought this would happen. Um, but each, each business is unique. Uh, Small businesses, as as I mentioned, you know, they may have a one person owner and a couple of employees and making a deposit can be very cumbersome. And Mm -hmm. so we want to see that process. What does that look like? How many people are involved in moving cash from the front of the counter to the safe? Um, And larger retailers have a whole gamut of different problems from having cash delivered to picked up to how do I get my deposits taken care of? So for us, what that looks like is really... Um, us watching us listening, us hearing the customer, I and mean, mm-hmm. we've spent a lot of time and effort, and we pride ourselves on listening to that. So, as we've developed solutions, they're really the result of customers telling us this is what we're looking for. and uh, heing is really proud itself in being around customizing what the customer is really asking for. Mm-hmm. so that's really excellent.
0: so if, if someone wants to start a conversation with you about this sort of thing tell you what their needs are and find out what solutions exist and how you can partner together with something like this. What's what's the best way for a yeah, retailer can, or a bank can, to reach out? They can yeah. reach
1: out to us directly. We also have a very vibrant uh, dealer network that mm-hmm. uh, deals a lot with the, the retailers in general. And, and, to, and to be fair, most of Heosung's relationship with retailers is is through the relationship of that ATM that's already sitting in that retailer's environment. So in many cases, they're not thinking about, you know, is oh, that's just the ATM that's over in the corner people use. But what they're not realizing is that cash that's in that ATM is part of the same ecosystem that consumers interact with. And so we want them to think about more than just the ATM in the corner, Hiosung uh, is now beginning to offer self-checkout solutions here in the near future. So we really want them to think about, I've got this complete ecosystem of cash from a retailer, uh, from an ATM, from a consumer perspective. Hiosung wants to talk about how do we help you with all of that cash drive efficiencies? Uh, so that that for us, if, if they get you reach out to Heosan directly, but we also have a very vibrant uh, you know partner network that they can engage with as well.
0: Absolutely. So, Michael, as we start to wrap up this conversation today around cash management, yeah. and cash cash management solutions. What do you want to leave listeners and viewers of this episode with here today?
1: Yeah, you know, there's, there's a couple of things. When And as I mentioned, kind of these scenarios of us listening and talking to uh, consumers uh, around cash management, I think the first thing is, is we we want to hear from you. We want to listen. Mm-hmm. We don't want to just come in and say, here's a box off the truck. We have great solutions. We've got solutions that address, you know, that small business owner that keeps you from having to run to the bank. You know, we've got Products, for example, that allow you to take the cash and that, at the end of the day, from a till that allow you to stick it into the ATM deposit and get immediate credit with your bank. You're not making a trip to the bank. You're not leaving the floor, if you will. We've got those solutions. Uh, We have, you know, bigger solutions, not just hardware but software that help you manage and and maintain the cash flow within within your uh, within your retail environment. So, uh, I think what I would leave with them is is that we want to listen to you. We want to talk to you. We don't just sell you a box off the truck. We want to listen to you and and help you uh, drive efficiencies. And most importantly, turn your employees and your team back. Focus on your customer. That's what we're about.
0: Excellent stuff. Michael Graham, VP of Retail Strategy and Solutions at Heosung. Michael, thanks so much for thank joining much me here today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into another episode of Inspired Retail, a podcast brought to you by Heosung. For more, you can always visit HeosungAmericas.com to begin that conversation to learn more about the solutions they provide. And also stay tuned for upcoming episodes of the show. But for Michael, I'm Tyler. We'll talk to you next time.